0: everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. Happy Friday. Um, this week, I wanted to play for you guys a quick interview I did with Tyler Cameron. You obviously know him and love him from The Bachelorette, but he is now on fox's new show the real dirty dancing i actually watched the first episode in preparation of talking to tyler about this show and i was thoroughly entertained it's kind of bizarre um the whole premise is they have a bunch of celebrities who they in the first episode pair up after doing like some some fake scenes from dirty dancing reading some lines doing some little chemistry dances um and pick partner them up so tyler's partner after the first episode is Lonnie love she's on the real She's an actress Um, and they're actually quite funny together. A great like dynamic. They seem super comfortable as dance partners and they, it was, it actually made me laugh. Um, again, the show's a little weird. They're literally at Dirty Dancing's, the location, Kellerman's, the, where the resort was that people vacationed at in the movie. And they are recreating scenes, they're dancing, and they're competing to be the ultimate baby and Johnny. And people will get eliminated as the weeks go on. Um, this is kind of one of those things that, like, when the Olympics are on and a bunch of programming, they don't air their normal shows because people are watching the Olympics. They kind of produce like reality shows. So that's why I yeah, got. Celebrity big brother over on CBS. You got the real dirty dancing Fox on Fox, um, and Tyler is part of it. But I thought it was a fun interview. He uh, spoke a little bit about his dating life, his goals for the year, um, and of course, all about this show. So I was going to play that for you. But before I did want to quickly dive into this Riley Marissa update, because I know that we talked about on this show a couple times that Riley and Marissa from season seven of Bachelor in Paradise have. Gone their separate ways. And there was a lot of speculation about this because they were, you know, posting a lot all throughout the fall. Then all of a sudden, Marissa is slowly but surely archiving or deleting all her photos with him. They're changing their Facebook names. Um, they did finally confirm it in a very generic statement about growing separately as people um, last month. But the plot thickens because. Marissa is out here liking these tweets that Demi Burnett, you obviously know Demi also from Bachelor in Paradise, and Demi tweeted on Thursday, y'all got the Marissa and Riley breakup so wrong. And then I guess people were accusing her of wanting attention. So an hour later, she followed up and said, I want attention, question mark, question mark. No, I'm mad at the BS being portrayed. I don't want to talk about it because it's stressful and not my business to tell, but look deeper and listen to your intuition. So this is kind of strange, obviously. And Marissa did like these tweets. I'm not totally sure what Demi is referring to as like the narrative that people got it wrong. Because I haven't seen much source reporting or even too much speculation about why these two broke up. Um, Natasha, I did mention, was on clickbait. Um, saying that she talked to Marissa the other day. She did clarify they broke up a little while ago, which that part was also kind of interesting because of the fact that they celebrated Christmas together and those pictures. up. But she said they decided to go their separate ways. Marissa was just saying there was so much that happened between them and they kind of just wanted to keep it between each other. I think they just have very different lives, at least from my understanding of what she was saying. She completely integrated into his life. And I think she kind of missed her family. She missed her friends. Natasha also kind of implied that when people were on clickbait when they were talking about the speculation of the split because Marissa did move for Riley. So maybe kind of like implying that she gave up her life for him or maybe he I don't want to like say he was controlling because that's not my place and I'm just making assumptions. But like that's kind of what the implication is, in my opinion, that they are saying that she, you know, gave made sacrifices for him and he didn't make them for her. And maybe that wasn't, you know wasn't fair, or he wanted her to make these sacrifices, and it, you know she was isolated from her family, which isn't great. Like I don't know, but um the only thing I did also find was Marissa recently reshared Demi's. Post about the way men treat women. And the post read, just a reminder that people are living in fear every day. Even people on TV can be going through it without you knowing it. So I'm saying talk about it more and never stop fighting for equal rights. Also, keep having discussions in the comments on what this space is for. Just don't cause harm. Remember to be good to women because even if you aren't a misogynistic person, they might be living in a world where they are oppressed every day. So maybe go out of your way to make sure she knows she's being treated with respect. Women doing this for each other can change the world. So, kind of implying Riley's not as great of a guy as we thought after Bachelor in Paradise. Again, that's an assumption and, and I, I don't know everything. So, it, it should be interesting to see if more comes out with this. I, I don't know why Demi would send this tweet if she didn't want to stir the pot, though. I haven't, again, seen that much about it. So, I don't know who she's like responding to. um, And Marissa liking the tweets, they're fueling fire. So, I... I as much as it's like, we can't read too much into this, they're giving it for us to read into. So I would be curious to see if Riley was going to speak out. It was just over a week ago. So they are with ABC, but I would be really surprised if we didn't see Riley on one of the Bachelor Nation podcasts in the coming weeks. Um, Just a prediction. But for now we're going to focus back to Tyler Cameron and the Real Dirty Dancing. So here is my quick chat with Tyler C. So I wanted to start by asking you your connection to Dirty Dancing as a movie. Were you a fan? Did you like study it before this? Tell me about Dirty Dancing.
1: Well, I've never met anyone who's watched the movie and not a fan. I mean, it's an iconic movie. It's amazing. It's moving. It's everything. Um, And I watched the movie in college. Uh, I was in dance classes and all that. And. I was like, you got to watch Dirty Dancing. You can take all these dance classes. My, one of my dance teachers, you know, and I was like, right, I watched it. And I fell in love with Johnny and Baby and their whole relationship and just kind of what they hold, like they embodied. And it was just, it's an amazing movie. It's timeless.
0: What kind of dance classes did you take in college?
1: Oh, geez. I did ballet. I did hip hop. I did uh, move, it was a class called Moving for Men. We did African dance. We did so many amazing dances. It was, it was a lot of fun.
0: Was there like, was this just for fun or did you like want to pursue something with dance?
1: Well, I, I, I almost failed out of school my first uh, semester in college. And so my coach was like, well, we're going to get your GPA up, They're gonna throw me in dance classes. And then it was just me and like 30 girls in the dance class. I'm like, well, this is fantastic. I'm going to stay in this class. And, uh, and I just love dancing and I love the people I met and it was great
0: um all right what about this show specifically why did you want to be on this show and and try this out
1: because i wanted to dance again i wanted to put my moves to the test i wanted to you know relive what johnny and baby uh lived. you know it was uh when i saw had this opportunity come up i was like i didn't even hesitate i was like yes i want to do this no doubt you know and uh i think it shows you know from the first episode like i was just so excited to be there and and then I got to meet everybody that was that I was doing this with, I was blown away. The cast is incredible. There's all people that I grew up watching. And, you know, Antonio Gates is like a hero of me because I'm a football guy and Corbin Blue, I'm the biggest high school musical fan. And, you know, Bree Bella, WWE, is just like all these people that I've watched before, you know, and Howie D Backstreet Boys. It was, it was so cool.
0: That is cool. Obviously, you and Lonnie love. My girl. Instant, instant chemistry. My girl. That's tell, my me, t- tell me about that partnership and how you guys were able to very quickly kind of trust each other and start dancing together.
1: Lonnie was the greatest thing that happened to me on this show because she is so funny and she makes everything so easy. She's just so easy to communicate with, to be with, to have fun with. And I she's she just allowed me to cut it loose and be me right away. And You know, she just made me feel comfortable and I had the best time with Lonnie. So like getting to dance with Lonnie right away was the best thing that could have happened for me.
0: Did you have any like expectations of who you wanted your partner to be or anything during that process? Or were you just were you down for whatever?
1: I was just down for whatever. I was just, you know, I had so much fun dancing with everybody because we got to all dance and interact And like, because they wanted to see who we jived with the best. And I literally had so much fun dancing with everybody. So there was like, you put me with anybody. I know I'm going to have a good time.
0: What surprised you the most about filming this show?
1: What surprised me the most? I would say, because we, were, we weren't there for a long time, but how much people grew, you know, um, like Brie Bella blew me away. Um, where she started at the beginning of the show so where she does, where she goes at the end of the show, she blew me away. She screwed so much as a dancer, as a person. And it was just so cool to see that transition. And then also just like the camaraderie, we've been, like, all hanging out, all having fun, um, you know, after hours, just hanging out and all having a beer together. Like that was the coolest stuff ever.
0: Can you tell me any fun behind the scenes stories about everything that yes. went down at the real-life right. Kellermans?
1: So, so we're at the Kellerman, right? and we're all on Lonnie's back porch, right? We're all having beers, chilling, and a bat comes flying, and boom, and hits the corner. And I'm right next to the bat. And we're all freaked out, you know, like, what do we do? You know, like we're all, we all don't want to get big, we don't want to get rabies or anything like that. And so we all just kind of sit there and look at it, give it like a minute, and then we just get back to drinking beers and like, we just forget <laughs> about it. And then the next thing you know, it gets up and flies back out and freaks us all out again. So that was just like one of the wild, weird, random things that happened. But like we were all together, all got to kind of share that moment. And it was just, this is like one of the weird, wild, I mean, we're out in the middle of the woods, kind of in the middle of nowhere. So like things like that happen. People are always like, beware of bears and all these things. So it was cool.
0: Did it feel like summer camp?
1: Oh my God. Yes. It was the best summer camp ever. It was, I mean, when we left, we were all like, can we go back to summer camp? We all wanted to go back because it was, it was living a dream. You know, we just got to dance and hang out and have fun.
0: You tweeted about a moment that maybe Nana was, you know, like what's going on. Tell me about
1: that. Yeah. So I was sitting right next to my Nana on the show, you know, during the show. And I was like, Oh God, this is going to, you know, she I mean, I was literally dry humping Lonnie's leg on one of my dance moves, you know? And I was, Like, uh, you know, you know, Nana, are you okay with all this? You know, she was cracking up. She had so much fun and what was great at the end of the show, they put it in. I'm like, Nana, like, I'm sorry. I'm just having fun. And she started, she loved it. She thought it was the coolest thing ever.
0: That is really funny. Um, I mean, dirty dancing, it does involve some like intense moves a little bit. Were you a little nervous about any of the like sexual moves that you were going to have to try to do, kind of be Patrick Swayze?
1: Definitely because, you know, going into this, everyone's, you know, they had, they're had they married, they're you know, their relationships. So there's, it's definitely like a, so there's a barrier, you an uncomfortable line. You know, we both, we, you know, we all communicated very well with each other. Like, you know, look, are you comfortable with this? Are you good with this? You're good with that. And that allowed us to be comfortable with what we were doing. Cause trust me at first, everyone was like, Whoa, we can touch each other. Like, this is weird, you know? And then you'll see as like, we get one comfortable with each other. Uh, and chemistry grows that we get we're, we're able to feel comfortable being intimate with each other in the dancing and because we know it's just dancing we know we're just doing what we're supposed to do we know it's nothing more than that
0: this is um i think your first reality competition type show as far as i can remember at least long term since the yep. Bachelor. at how does it compare doing a show like this versus like a dating show
1: oh my god i'll do this 100 times over uh this is just so much fun and so light and so easy like we literally had fun for 18 days. Like I had fun on the bachelorette. Don't get me wrong. I had a great time, but there's definitely some more serious times and some aggravating times here. We just were dancing. And the only time we ever would get nervous is like during eliminations because no one wanted to go home. We wanted to stay in summer camp.
0: Does it make you more inclined to want to do more reality TV type things? And if so, is there a line of definitely no more dating stuff? I only want to do competitions or at dream show or anything like that.
1: No, I'm, I'm, all, I'm always open to whatever, you know, I would love to, to find my way into the construction world. You know, I'm building a lot of houses and uh, would love to do something like that. Um, but competition shows, I'm a competitor. I always want to compete. I love it. So I'm always down for that. And hey, maybe I will need help dating one day and I'll get back in the world. So,
0: All right. Not totally closing it out then.
1: No, I would never close it out.
0: What is the love life update? Your favorite thing for me to ask you.
1: <laughs> the love life update. Well, my dog is here and we're having a good time together. And that's about as, as, as good as my love life has ever gotten. So we've had, we're, you know, no, there's no love life update here.
0: Is there anything that you've taken from the last couple of years, bachelorette pat relationships after, you know, you wrote a book about relationships, main thing that you've learned or taken away that you want to take into whenever the next time you're in a serious relationship is.
1: Yeah. Slow down. <laughs> you know, the bachelorette, you know, I think you you grow so fast in that relationship, you know, like you have to. And I think it kind of pushed me in my other relationships to kind of want to grow so fast and it's okay to slow down and, and t- you know, take a breath and some have to work on and get better at, but yeah, slow down for sure.
0: You had a birthday recently. Yeah, I be did. Thank you. What are the goals for the year?
1: The goals for the year. Um, I want, to be, I want to be a healthier person. Uh, I want to spend time with my family more. Uh, I want to help, you know, my family get healthier as well. Um, I want to succeed in my new construction endeavors. I'm building four houses right now. And so I want those to do well. I want to sell those and keep growing and keep going. And, you know, really that's kind of my main focus, you know, but, uh, you know, help the people around me and, and make myself better and be a better businessman.
0: Again, one more level of question. Here we are. Here I, I have to go back. Are we, are we actively on apps or anything like that? Are we waiting for it to come for us? What are, what are we doing?
1: Yeah. If it comes, it comes. And you know, that's kind of how it hit me last time and that's how I like it to happen. You know, if it comes, it comes, you know, but, uh, I'm in, I'm in no rush right now. I'm, I'm so busy, so focused and excited for this. This year is going to be a big year. I'm excited. I feel it. It's going to be good. You feel it. I feel it. It's going to be a good one. All right. So, uh, Just, just, you know, when it comes, it comes.
0: I have to, we're asking everyone these two questions. The first one is, do you have any Valentine's day plans?
1: Uh, Probably get with the guys (laughs) and go out of the restaurant together. You know, Uh, I would love to have a date, but I don't think I have anyone remotely close to that situation yet.
0: All right. That works. And next month is international women's month. So we're asking everyone um, to tell us about a woman in your life who inspires you.
1: I'm going I'm to keep it related to the show. I think Kat Cora is someone who's inspired me a ton. Um, you'll see in the show. Like, she's so strong, but, like, she's, like, trying to find, you know, the sexual vibe in her that she hasn't had in years, you know. And she's got six kids, and she's she's 50, but she's still so beautiful, so strong, and so amazing. And, and I look at her like she's a superwoman, you know. And uh, to be, you know, considered the best Johnny, and she's the best baby – You know, I think she is a very inspiring person. And then just the person I've gotten to know her as. And she's not just TV. She is really that sweet, strong, loving person. So she definitely inspires me. And uh, I'm in contact with her all the time. And uh, she was definitely deserving of the best baby. So uh, she's definitely deserves that, that uh, inspiring woman in my life.
0: I love that. You do talk about your mom a little bit on the show and how she kind of pushed you to go out of your comfort zone. Watching it all back, does it... Does it make you emotional? Do you feel like, how do you yeah,
1: feel? It, it, it was, it was definitely emotional to see, um, you know, it's uh, you, every time you see it, you relive it and you're like, damn, I just wish she was here right now, you know? And, uh, but my Nana's like, you know, she is here and sh- you are making her proud and she's watching this. I know she is and she's loving it. And so I know she'd be, she'd be having a ball watching this, you know? And uh, so, you know, we, uh, just trying to honor her. And like I always say, make mama proud. And that's all we can do.
0: You tweet about your dad sometimes and bringing him out and take pictures of him when you're doing all the crazy stuff you're doing. How does your dad adapt to when people are coming up to you, asking for pictures, you guys are, you know, out having a good time, football games and all that stuff makes me laugh when you bring him along.
1: Oh yeah. No, he, uh, he has fun with it. You know, he's always going to crack a joke on me and make fun of me. He's like, you want to be with this bozo, you know, a picture with this guy, and he's like, he's like, this guy couldn't afford, you know, couldn't couldn't buy his own lunch two years ago, you sure, you know, and so he always likes to make jokes and have fun with me, and uh, so that's why I love bringing him around, you know, and people people go up to him and ask him for his picture sometimes, not even me, like, we want a picture with your dad, not you. I'm like, I, I get it.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Well, Tyler, I'll let you go. I'm excited to watch the rest of the show. Is there anything else you want to tell me about The Real Dirty Dancing or your partnership with Lonnie or what's to come?
1: It's, uh, it's going to get real steamy next episode. So make sure you tune in because it's going to be, Johnny's Cabin is, is a wild place.
0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns.